What you think, you become. What you feel, you attract. What you imagine, you create. Buddha. You're listening to PodNuts Pro, your podcast for IT business support. Tips to help you run your business better, smarter, and faster. Hello, friends, and welcome back. You are listening to another episode of PodNuts Pro. I am your host, Marvin B. Tonight, we have a guest in the house, and I'm sure you've all been waiting to hear Scott Sanders from the IT Business Owners Group. Scott, how are you? I'm good, Marvin. Thanks for having me on. Oh, it's about time. I know. We've been talking (laughs) about doing this for like a year now. (laughs) Yep. So COVID getting in the way and all sorts of stuff. That's right. All right. Hopefully that's behind us. Yep. Listen, I'm from South Florida, so I'm sure you've heard the stories. Although yep, we find we finally did get to what they call, I guess, I guess it's called new case percentage, where we okay. finally were at one percent of the population oh, wow. reporting new cases. So that's big, awesome. Big news down here for us when uh, we were the nation's. Great. We were always in the top five. <laughs> so finally, a change and. Uh, all right. Speaking of Florida, uh, that's where I am, Scott. You are in South Carolina? In South Carolina. That's right. Right in the dead center in Columbia. So how far is that from Hootie? Uh, well, Hootie kind of was is from Columbia. So right right here in my location. I was going to say, I mean, what, like a couple of streets over or something? Uh, I don't know about a couple of streets over, but they definitely <laughs> played in the uh, the bars I frequented as a kid. So. There you go. All right. Yeah. For those who don't know, because I know that some people may not, Hootie that I'm referring to is Hootie and the Blowfish. That's right. Now performing as Darius Rucker. And his probably most famous song as Darius Rucker, Wagon Wheel. Yeah. And um, the most famous song as a Hootie was what? Hold My Hand? Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Hold My Hand, I think. Yeah. Oh, my goodness gracious. So how's the weather up there? It's it's uh, 73 degrees down here. Pretty cool. Well, it's 57 here, but it was, I think it, it, I think it touched 70 today here. So, but South Carolina weather is probably much like Florida weather. You know, it's hot today and cold tomorrow. Mm-hmm. So, but I don't know. You guys don't get cold, do you? <laughs> we, we get a couple of weeks of cold. Okay. You know, we'll, we'll sprinkle in a cold day, you know, here and there uh, between now and the end of the year. And then right at the end of uh, January, um, we'll hit a cold spell for about a week and then okay. it'll come back up and then dip again in February. I gotcha. Well, so. I, I love living down in the South. Uh, I, I don't think I could live up North where all the snow is. I, I'm, I'm the guy that wears shorts 24 seven, 365 days a year, Christmas time. I'm wearing shorts. Yeah. But what, <laughs> but what, what kind of shorts though? Are we talking coach gym shorts or oh, basketball no, gym I, shorts or just khaki polo shorts, khaki dockers, docker yeah. style. All right. All right. Well, it looks like we've got a good group here. Oh, look, Princess Di in the chat there. Hello, Giles. So let's go ahead and get on with the show here. Folks, you are listening to PodNuts Pro, 
This is your podcast for IT business support, where we talk about things, hopefully, to help you run your business better, smarter, and faster. We normally share product stories and tips. I'm not sure what we're going to do today, except talk about a fantastic organization that I think helps people communicate, network, share business ideas, and its its uh, purpose is to help uh, people run their business better, right, Scott? That's right. That's right. Absolutely. All right. And Podnuts Pro is presented by NetAlly. They are our sponsor for the year. NetAlly is your home for the handheld networking tools that we have grown to love and talk about so much, the Link Sprinter, the Link Runner, G2, the Net uh, Ally Etherscope NHG. Folks, I use that today. Today was the first time that I did a full-fledged wireless network survey at a client. They sent me a PDF. I loaded that into the Etherscope, and I walked around and did some pinpoint locations of wireless signal, noise, and interference at each location and got a nice little heat map that I can turn into a PDF and present to the customer tomorrow. So net ally folks for the win and our live stream sponsor computers done right. So head over to that uh, site. So folks, if you uh, are looking to get some help in those areas, so that is it for our sponsors. So let's see here. Stop that screen and get back to it. I've got the quote done. And why don't we do a little news? Scott, you ready for that? Sure. And uh, this time you'll be able to participate in the news. So, ladies and gentlemen, here it goes. In the news. So, Black Friday is coming up. And one of the things that people have been raving about over the last few months is that more and more things are allowing you to pay with cryptocurrency. And now getting into the mix, one of your favorite places, new egg is now allowing you to use your hard earned Bitcoin this upcoming black Friday. And they are offering a 20% discount on select orders that exceed $500. If you pay with cryptocurrency Hmm. now they have the maximum discount to $200, but it's still a nice deal. If you're looking for a way to unload your crypto piggy bank. Now Newegg has actually supported BitPay since 2019 and accepts all their major digital currencies, including Bitcoin, Doggycoin, Litecoin and Ethereum, just to name a few. And the promotion is available for customers in Australia, Israel, Kuwait, Saudi Arabia, Saudi Arabia, the United Arab Emirates, and the United Kingdom. And let's see, they even give a couple of categories to do. CPUs, graphic cards, RAM, desktops, SSDs, blah, blah, blah. So, Newegg, folks, are you, uh, are you a Bitcoin person there, Scott? Yeah, I, I actually have uh, been into Bitcoin for a little while. All right. I have a little Bitcoin portfolio. All right. That's that's a, about as much as I can go into the conversation because I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> All I right. got gotcha. you. 
And for our Florida man story tonight, Scott, I'm going to allow you to choose. I have two in my hand. And if you can just pick a number one or two, that'll be the story that I read. We'll we'll go with two. Okay. So just so you know, story number one, Tiger King 2 is appearing on Netflix. If you don't know that story, look it up. I know it. (laughs) (laughs) But the number two story, a Milton man has been arrested after a fight that allegedly started when the man was caught humping somebody's dog, according to the arrest report. John Miller, age 33, is charged with... (laughs) (laughs) He's charged with domestic violence battery, domestic violence aggravated assault, and criminal mischief. So figure out which one of those three is attached to the dog. He was caught Ooh. he was caught humping a dog when the owner confronted him. <laughs> he punched him in the head and upper body leaving red marks and cuts according to the Santa Rosa Sheriff's office. The victim said Miller destroyed items in the house and the garage door. He also grabbed a knife threatening to kill him, leaving him in fear of his and his mother's life. So Miller is now in the Santa Rosa County Jail with a $7,000 bond. Oh, wow. I'm sorry. I just couldn't read that with a straight face. I don't think I could either. (laughs) Aren't you so glad you're not challenging Florida Man tonight? (laughs) I don't think I would have anything for that. (laughs) Oh, my goodness gracious. That's hard to talk. That is is my state, folks. (laughs) At least Santa Rosa is not close to me. That's uh, that is something. Now, All right, Santa Rosa's in Florida, right? Yeah, it's in Florida. Oh, okay, okay. But it's in I that, was thinking that was California for some reason. No, Santa. It's a weird thing that there's a Santa Rosa County in Florida. Uh, okay. Milton, Florida, is up north. I don't can't tell you exactly how far north it is, but basically, if you say North Florida, you're talking South Georgia or South Alabama. Gotcha. So it is up there, I believe it is west of Tallahassee in the Panhandle area. Okay, okay. So, oh, yes, right outside Pensacola. Okay, so okay. South Alabama. Over by Destin. Yep. Okay. Well, Destin's a little oh. further south, but yeah, but it's up there in the Panhandle area. Gotcha. All right, and before we get going, I need to uh, acknowledge that Chris in the chat says that he bought a van with his doggy coin profits. The question, Chris, is what kind of a van? Are you a man in the van doing your computer repair stuff, or is it a white panel van where you could be the next Florida man? <laughs> All right. So let's uh, get into the IT business owners group. Scott, that is your deal. So yeah. I'll tell you that I don't know how long I've been a member of the group. But I will say that it is probably one of the groups that I am most active in. And when I say active, meaning I go to the page and read what people are posting. I don't, I don't spend all my day in there posting and stuff, but it's a sure. pretty, pretty active group. So tell us how long you've had it and what the deal with it is. Well, so, you know, I, I'm, I'm sure a lot of people know I, I also own an MSP myself. 
So, um, you know, I struggled with the fact because I've been a one man show MSP for a long time. And uh, actually, I, I now have a tech. So we have a full time tech. So I'm not one man anymore. But, um, you know, uh, back in 2015, I, I got the idea. I got on social media and actually we started out on LinkedIn. So we still have a presence on LinkedIn, but um, we don't we, we don't we don't. We, we don't, I don't, I don't actually engage the LinkedIn audience. Okay. Um, so we, we started on LinkedIn and we, we had a, we had a problem. I knew right off the bat that I, I wanted to have a group and a community where we could go and chat. And I didn't know of another group. So I just started it. Um, but I had a major problem, what I call a critical flaw in the very beginning with LinkedIn. So one of the things is we had a great community and we grew it really fast. But LinkedIn, if you asked a question and you would be lucky to come back in 24 hours and get a response. And so, you know, we live in a microwave society now, Marvin. I mean, everybody wants it right now. So if you want to keep an audience engaged, you've got to give them a reason to come back. And if they post a question and it takes 24 hours to get a single answer not going to work. So I'll ask this question because I've been on LinkedIn for a while and I didn't ever see it as a social thing. I just saw it as kind of a business thing and I never really used it until maybe three years ago I started using it a lot. So, I mean, the groups on there, I don't even know where to find the groups, first of all. so (laughs) (laughs) I would be a little rusty myself now at this point in the game, but um, I would tell you, you know, probably six months into having the LinkedIn group, I, I was all about LinkedIn in the beginning. I didn't even have a Facebook account and my wife did. And, um, you know, all of my moderators on LinkedIn were saying, God, why don't, why don't you try Facebook? Facebook's a little fat, a little, a little faster, moves a little faster. And so I, I remember thinking to myself, you know, I don't, I don't want another social media account. I don't need Facebook. I mean, every, I'm, I'm working on LinkedIn. I spend a lot of time on LinkedIn. And um, so I actually, my wife was a member of IT Business Owners Group on Facebook before I was. So I was using her account. So Did, did she set um, it up for you? No, I was just using signing in as her. She's my <laughs> wife. She loved me. So I would just go in and, you know, post and stuff. So um, you know, we, we, we moved over to Facebook and to be honest with you, Marvin, I never really looked back. I kind of stopped the wheels and focused all of my efforts that I had been previously using to pump up the LinkedIn group. I shifted and moved it over to Facebook and it, it didn't Facebook, the, the organic growth didn't happen as fast as it did on LinkedIn, but it was the, the the people who were there, they were responding quicker. I kept noticing, okay, now I'm starting to get a faster response time. So I am a numbers guy. I like to look at the analytics. And Facebook provided us with analytics of the group. So I would take those and use them and say, okay, we got this many likes today or this many engagements. And I, I to this day, I still look at those. And I know if my numbers are down, I know if, you know, I, I know if I need to go in and engage the community, uh, you know, jump started a little bit. So it, it, it never really dies. Um, but on average, we, we have anywhere from 40 to 50 posts every single day 
on an average day. Now, Facebook goes through its slow periods. Um, and, you know, these are these, these are all business owners. So typically we are busiest Monday through Friday, Saturday and Sunday. The group slows down. It doesn't die. But, you know, we might have, you know, 10 to 20 posts on Saturday or Sunday where, you know, we're, we're double, if not triple that Monday through Friday. Right. So now the group, when you first started it, now when you started mm-hmm. it back on LinkedIn, now it, if yep. I, if I reading my research correctly, it didn't start out as the business owners group. It was something else, right? It yeah. Um, computer repair computer business owners repair or something. Business owners. There was that computer repair aspect in there, but um, you know, I had I had a couple people reach out to me, and computer repair was too close to what their business and their their goals were. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, I was asked to change it, and I'm actually glad that we changed it to IT Business Owners Group because you know computer repair is so niche, and IT business owner. I mean, you could be a web designer, you can. Uh, you know, you, you can be a, in computer repair, you can be a break fix, you can be managed services, you can, there's just so many things that, uh, you know, fall under the category of IT business owner versus computer repair. If you're computer repair, you're probably, you probably have a retail brick and mortar shop and you're, you know, you work for the public and, you know, you, 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 you fix computers and, you know, I, I know how to do that. I think a lot of the members know how to do that, but the, our industry has evolved. And the neat thing about it is I feel like we have evolved as a community with the industry. I know I certainly have. People ask me all the time. They say, well, Scott, you know, I've kind of watched you grow. And, um, you know, my, my case is a little different, though, because, like I said, I, my business is always it's always just been me forever. And um it's 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 a struggle to run IT business owners group because I put in just as much time, honestly, if not more time into IT business owners group. So we weren't always a sponsored community in the beginning. You know, it was just something I threw together and I just have gotten so much. Uh, I've gotten so involved with it. All right. And I just realized you know, God, I am neglecting my family for this group. I'm building this up and I'm putting my heart, my blood, sweat and tears, my heart and soul in it. But it's not making me a dime. I mean, well, isn't that kind of how <laughs> isn't that kind of how we all start? You know, we're yeah. we're so involved in our businesses. And, you know, if, if if you leave a 40 hour a week job to run a business, you find out that you've got an 80 an hour a week job That's in right. the beginning. So in those early days when you were starting this, was it more to, you know, get networking with other business owners and say, hey, how are you running your business and how can we help each other? Was it networking? What was the initial focus of the group? So the one thing that really fascinated me and probably the driving factor, and it it ties directly into your question, the focus for me has really always been, think, think about one concept. So if you didn't have an online community, if you didn't have a a place to go and it was just you by yourself, you didn't really know a lot of people in your area, you hadn't networked locally with a bunch of people, you have competitors. We all have competitors. You know, I always use the term, uh, if you looked up your competitor and picked up the telephone and called him and said, hey, this is Marvin from up the street. 
Um, you know, I've, I've, I'm really struggling with a problem for a customer. You know, do you, have you guys ever ran into that? They would probably laugh at you and say, no, but send them to us. We'll be happy to take care yep. of it. So that's just kind of how local competition treats one another. And although I'm not really like that, you know, I, I know that there's a ton of people like that. So one thing that fascinated me with the online community was it was almost like a competition. If someone went in and asked a question, you wouldn't get that same that that same feedback that you would from a local competitor. You wouldn't get like they, they don't want to tell you anything. They they don't want to support you or help you because you're a competitor. I mean, that would be hurting themselves. But in the online realm is totally different. It's like, oh, wow, let me I. I felt just like that. I've, I've been through that before. Yep. Let me go ahead. You know, let, let me let me share my wisdom and experience with you. And and it's funny, though, in the community, it almost becomes a competition because people are like, well, I'm going to go ahead and say the best thing I can and see how many likes I can get on this post or something, you know. Um, and, and I don't do it all for the likes. I mean, I don't get a ton of likes when I go in and post stuff. But when I post, it's real. It's sincere. It's honest, um, and it it, uh, it it helps the community grow. I I, I like it. Um, I, I like what what how how everybody engages in the community, and that's one of the things that drives me. Like I said, I'm a numbers guy. I look at those engagement numbers every day, just about. All right. So I've noticed the, you know, the involvement and the level of excitement people get. I yeah. even, I ever remember being chastised one time. Because I, I put a post in there that had nothing to do with being a business owner, and one of one of the other members said that, and I'm like, oh, "All right, I'm sorry, I'll take it down." And I put a picture of a duck banging his head against a pole. So, I mean, the fact that <laughs> uh, the fact that you've got a business that's committed, or a group that's committed to staying business focused and not going off on tangents, not, you know, talking about the news of the day, politics, religion, all the stuff that we don't talk about. And, you know, I'll be honest, I do talk about it sometimes when I think it's relevant to me. Um, sure. And it might be relevant to other people, but for, for a lot of what we do in these groups, they kind of run amok sometimes. And so I, I applaud your group for staying steadfast and focused. Thanks. Yeah, it's it's something, you know, I, 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 I attest that a lot. You know, I I do have a life. I can't stay on Facebook 24 seven, but um, I certainly try as much as I can uh, to read through the post, all of the post. Um, I've got all my notifications, of course, to every time someone posts on there. I want to get notified. I want to read it. Um, but you know, I, I got a great set of moderators. That's the one thing I can tell you. I have, I have been blessed from day one. Um, you know, I've, I've been through several moderators. Um, but I can tell you the, 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 the guys that we've got, uh, at moderating the community right now, I have handpicked everybody because they all are special and they hold, you know, such wisdom in their own rights for certain things. So, um, you know, I've, I've invited everyone to be a moderator and every one of my moderators and, you know, it's great. Um, and, and some put forth more effort than others, but you know, it's a volunteer position and, you know, I, I, at the end of the day, I'm just appreciative for anything that they do. All right. Well, they're doing a good job. Let me ask this. So when you, when you're looking at this group and 
I mean, I'm I'm trying not to be, you know, you know, uh, I don't even know what the right word is without trying to throw shade on some of these other groups because there are yeah. a ton of groups um, yeah. and there are more popping up and everybody wants to be the hub for the community and everybody wants to be channel focused and MSP centric and stuff. And all the vendors are doing their own groups. What makes ITBOG different in the fact that you've got not just business owners in the group, but you got a lot of vendors in there too. Yeah, a- absolutely. Well, you know, I- I've always felt that, you know, um, one, one, one of the things that, uh, about having the vendors in there is I felt that it was important to bring the people who sell the products every single day and support the vendor products to be able to give valuable feedback to the vendors. It will help them create a better product. So, you know, other than just an IT business owner working with a vendor and then having to send an email out and, hey, you know, can you tell me how to work this or do this? And, you know, I just feel like if you have a community and it's open and people can go in and express their uh, the good, the bad, everything, um, you know, e- even bad publicity to a vendor can if they take it the right way and, and they, they they actually can grow from it and, and actually turn it in and spin it off to be good things. Um, you know, it's, it's just part of the course of social media. So the one thing that I, I don't do, um, you know, is I don't go in and, you know, just delete posts or anything like that. If, if there's something that we feel like does, it's not appropriate for the community. Uh, you know, if somebody goes in there and just starts cussing and all that kind of stuff. I mean, we want, at the end of the day, we want people to treat our members like they would their own clients. So if you wouldn't say that in front of a client, don't say it in the group, you know. Um, so it's just all about being respectful. So we're going to have to talk off air about a little situation that I – Yeah. Because <laughs> that did happen <laughs> in, in your group, um, and I like the way it was handled. Um but I don't think that's uh, for public consumption at this time. <laughs> no worries. Um, but the fact that you have vendors in there and the vendors are active, that is something yep. that I notice as well. So let's ask this. How many vendors do you have uh, in terms of, I don't want to say who's paid, who's not. I don't know if you know what the relationship is, but how many vendors do you think participate in your group? Well, I think it's important for me to answer that question to 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 let everyone know that IT business owners group is a sponsored community. So I keep up with the the amount of sponsors. You know, there may be hundreds of vendors, but I couldn't tell you who they are okay. if they're if they're just members. I can tell you that right now we have 49 sponsors. Okay. So people can be a member and not be a sponsor if they're a vendor. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. All right. Um, so I assume that there's no real criteria on, you know, being a member in the group outside of you need to either be a business owner or a vendor. Yep. We we just asked that our members belong to two categories. They're either IT business owners or they work for a vendor in the IT channel. Okay. All right. And you said anything goes, right? They can talk as long as it's not, you know, rude and malicious and stuff vendors vendors take a beating if they're if they're having a bad day right yeah i mean at the end of the day we 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 certainly don't you know 
you know, we, we don't want our members going in and just jumping on a soapbox and just destroying a vendor. I mean, that's not the purpose of the group. Um, and unfortunately, that does happen from time to time. It's not something that I personally enjoy having to deal with, even as a group admin. Um, but it does happen, and, and I understand it. And I think that, you know, those vendors who who actually step up and say, hey, look, we we understand. We messed up. We understand you'd be mad. We know we're going to do everything we can to work on it, and I'll, I'll DM you. I mean, stuff like that. I that, mean, that that's just the best way to handle it. And that's, that's kind of what I was hinting at. I, I like the fact that yeah. vendors are okay, you know, mm-hmm. if they mess up, own up to it and respond. Yeah. Don't go hide you know, behind a PR statement and then, oh, well, you know, what happened at the end? They disappeared and well, something bad happened. Vendors right. that vendors that come forward and say, hey, look, we had a bad patch today. We're fixing it. You know, we'll, we'll get to you as soon as we can, that sort of thing. Or we're sorry, which is probably the biggest two words that, you know, anyone can say during a, a bad time is, hey, I'm sorry. <laughs> That's right. So, um, all right. Now, the group isn't just on Facebook. You also have a website. Yeah. So can you tell us what's going on with the website? Because I think you've got some different things over there than in the group. Yeah. So, you know, it was important for me when we started, you know, getting, um, you know, some 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 initial growth. And we had those, you know, the membership level was growing. You know, I'm a realist, Marvin. I, I realized that, you know, Facebook is big. And Facebook's been around over 10 years now, but no, nothing's promised tomorrow. And you think about it, I've been building this all this up for, you know, six years on a social media platform inside of Facebook. Facebook can shut me down tomorrow and just make everything I've done just go away. So in understanding that logic, I said it's important that we have a home base off of Facebook. So I, I have I'm, I'm proud to tell you our website is itbog.org. So we have just went through a website overhaul. This is I think our fourth website, our fourth membership website. And I, you know, starting out, I didn't have the funding. Uh, you know, I, I opened this up with you know started with nothing. So um, you know, our webs our previous websites were done up, and, and I'm not a web designer. I can appreciate great websites. I know how to work in websites, but I can't build them for nothing. So, um, you know, we, we've had vendors, I mean, not vendors, but members who have voluntarily created our websites. Well, you know, that's okay. And that only gets you so far. Right. But, you know, when we, when, now that we actually have been a business, a legitimate business and our, we're trademarked the whole nine yards. So uh, we've done, we've been in business now for, going on three years. So we, we actually had the funding now to go through and hire a professional web designer and go in and let them create us a website. So it took a couple months, but I'm very, very pleased with it. We are also are building out a forum. We have a forum there, but the forum didn't turn out like we want. So we are going to be completely overhauling the forum part, um, working with some other people who have got some forum experience to help us build it out and make it right. Um, but we also want to have a wiki there. So I realized that, um, you know, a lot of people in IT business owners group will go through and they'll post the same question over and over. One of the questions that, that you know comes to mind is, 
you know, how do you defederate an Office 365 account if it's on GoDaddy? Right. And that question has been asked probably 20 times or better in IT business owners group. At least once a week in yeah. every in every group um, because it's too hard to go back and search <laughs> That's all right. the posts. So I designed the wiki and, you know, it's going to be something that's going to be a member contribution. But my vision for the wiki is that members can go in and just find all the stuff. If Oh, yeah, well, this is important. I think another IT business owner may benefit from this. So let me go ahead and upload this document to uh, the wiki and then other people can share it out the whole nine yards. So that's kind of my vision and goal for the wiki. But we also have a member map. So um, we have right now, I think we have over, I think we have close to 1,200 registered members on itbog.org. Um, so we, it, it is, I will tell you, it is difficult, Marvin, to get f- over 4,000 people to, they're, they're already like, well, we're on the Facebook group. Why do we need to sign up for this other website? Yeah, we're going good so, here. Why, why make yeah. us, you know, turn the ship? What are you doing? <laughs> so, you know, that has, that has been a constant struggle for me. I won't lie. Um, so I feel, I, I feel, I feel blessed to have, you know, close to 1200 of the Facebook members moved over as well. And they also have a membership at itbog.org. So, well, that's that's pretty good engagement to get that many yeah. people to move. is actually pretty good. And most most places, you know, if you can get ten percent of your people to move, you're yep. you know doing a fantastic job. That's actually closer to twenty. So that's that's pretty yeah. good. Now it also helps that you're advertising over there a cruise in twenty twenty two. So. The cruise, uh, it's one of those things that I, I, you know, I I went to several conferences, IT conferences, and there was one thing that I noticed about the conferences that I attended. I had a great time at all of them. I thought they were all very, very well. But, you know, one of the last conferences I went to was Laurie Tishnai's conference in uh, Chicago. And I was super excited to go to Chicago and I had a great time. She put on a great event. But I will tell you, I remember leaving thinking, God, you know, I, we flew to O'Hare. We got an Uber to the hotel. We went out a couple of times in the evening for dinners. But my time has pretty much been spent in Chicago at this hotel. Yep. And that kind of stuck with me. And so... I said, why can't we do the same exact thing, but put it on a cruise ship? Before the pandemic, I had been on several cruises. I love cruises. That's a vacation to me. So, um, I mean, my wife and I had went. We've been on Royal. We've been on Disney and just had a blast. So I, I figured that, you know, they've got the ability. They've certainly got the room and they, they've got the ability to have a IT conference on a cruise ship. So I started putting the wheels in motion and started planning it back in 2019. And in 2020, we were supposed to have the first IT Bog member cruise, but COVID squashed those plans. So we ended up postponing it to 2021. 
But as you know, the ports in Florida didn't open up quick enough. Yes, I knew that. So we got pushed out again another year. So meanwhile, I'm sitting back thinking, is this ever going to happen? I mean, I've been planning this cruise now for two or three years. <laughs> I was going to say, you so, may have to go out of uh, one of the ports like Canaveral. I mean, I mean, I know that. So you're scheduled to go out of Miami. Yep. Which they are hopefully opening up 100%. I've got a client that's in the Port Everglades here in Fort Lauderdale. And okay. yep. we've still got ships, cargo ships, parked off the coast because they can't bring them in and get stuff unloaded. Uh, the cruise ships are going. So yep. that that should be you know good news for you. Well, I can tell you, I remember when COVID first hit, everybody was like, there is no way in heck I am getting on a cruise ship. No, no, no. You need to come up with a different plan, Mr. Sanders. And I remember thinking, but why does this, why does COVID get to do that to me? I mean, I really want this. And if I want it, then I'm an adult. I think if I'm willing to pay for it and willing to put the effort, we can make this happen. There is nothing that says we can't. So, um, you know, I, I've just kind of gone through, but I think now that COVID is, you know, we've been dealing with COVID so long, people are like, I, I, I don't, I don't really think it's going to have that big of an impact as long as logistically we can do it in 2022, as long as something else doesn't pop up, you know, you just never know. But, um, you know, I, I am, I, I am, I am very uh, optimistic about 2022. As long as Florida man doesn't shut you down. Yeah, that's right. Because <laughs> you know, we are talking Miami, and and when is the cruise yeah. scheduled for? Uh, so the cruise is actually going to be September 2nd through the 5th, which is a Friday through that Monday. Okay, like a Bahamarama Monday yep. type thing. That's right. Two right. stops at the Bahama. There you go. The so you know that concept of having the conferences have a different feel to them. You know, listen, I just got back from ASCII. I just got back from, from TechCon. Uh, mm -hmm. TechCon was sort of in Chicago because we were actually out in Rosedale. So we didn't even get into downtown Chicago. And one of the things that I've talked about with, you know, people that I went to those conferences with is that we spend so much time at the center and yeah, mm -hmm. we may get a couple of hours at night to just hang out, but you know, people have to show up early two and three days advance. You know, the ASCII event was in Orlando and mm -hmm. you know, people came down to go to Epcot and universal and stuff. And sure. you know, you, you kind of have to plan two separate trips, one for the fun part mm -hmm. and one for the conference part and combining them makes a lot of sense. Yeah, it does to me. Well, I, I think that in order for it to be technically a conference, you need what I've been told is that you need four hours per day of conference, traditional conference uh, interactions. So um, we figured that we would do is that. The, that's for the business write off part, right? I guess. Uh, so. You know, I, 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 I'm not the brains behind it all. I have hired an event coordinator uh, to work out a lot of the logistics. Um, but I have been told if you have those four hours, that that, that makes all the difference in the world. And yeah. that, that's what makes the event. So I figured that it would we would do something like 8 to 12 
on the cruise ship. And then after 12, do whatever you want to do. Sponsors can, uh, you know, uh, host excursions, go jet skiing, whatever we want to do with, uh, you know, with, with the members. I think it's a great time, uh, you know, for everybody to, um, like, like you said, it's just, just, it's just different from the root, the usual, uh, conference experience. All right. Well, since that is down here in my neck of the woods, that might be something I can get to. Yeah, I hope you do. And, and the fact that it's on a weekend, I don't have to give up too much of the week um, running the business so I can go on the weekend and have fun. And Although that's that's, right. that's awfully close to my <laughs> anniversary weekend. So, hmm. Well, we want family to attend as well. So we would want, you know, IT business owners to bring their wife, their kids. Um, you know, it's truly going to be a family event as well. All right. So we will definitely help you announce that. Now, is there limited capacity? Do you still have room for people to get tickets? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So we have, um, we, we paused the, we, we paused a little bit for when, when after, after 2021, this year didn't go through, you know, it, it's still another, I, I don't know, uh, it's, it's several months away. So, um, you ten, know, we have some months. time. Yeah. 10 months. We're, we're, we're picking up now. Uh, I'm re-engaging with my events coordinator and, um, you know, we, we, hopefully this week we will get started on the new prospectus and get all the details over. But oh, if you go to, you have a counter what? on your page, by the way, there's a counter yep. nine months, yep. 15 days, 16 hours. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. So, um, yeah, if, if and if people want to find out more about the cruise, more information, just go to itbog.org forward slash cruise. All right. I will help you promote that, and I will converse with the wife and see if we can go. There you go. All right. So, Scott, I've been asking all the questions, and you've been chatting a lot. So let me give you a chance for a break and <laughs> see, do you have any questions for me? Well, yeah. Um, you know, you and I have been friends for a while now. Uh, I've certainly, we've certainly known each other for several years. Um, how long have you been in IT? Oh, that kind of question. <laughs> so officially in IT since 95. Okay. And I've had this business since 97. So this is year number 24. But right. I started doing a little bit of computer stuff back in college. My roommate was the head geek at the college. Um, it wasn't really a college department. There was a there was a computer lab where okay. they set up computers for you know the programming classes and all that stuff. Because um, you know Scott, back when I was in school, they really didn't have an IT track in a lot of the schools. It was still kind of a new and upcoming thing. Information services was kind of what it was called. Ah, so, yes. So when I was in school, you know, high school, college, I didn't want to be around, you know, those computer nerds. I was a jock. <laughs> <laughs> but my roommate, you know, would uh, have stuff all over the floor and we'd always be talking about it. And he actually, I don't know how he saw this, but he's like, you know what? You have a good temperament you could be a tutor in the computer lab hmm. <laughs> i was like yeah right so, <laughs> but he said we'll pay you and i said oh okay 
So that's how I got started. So that was back okay. in the in the late eighties. Got in the computer lab. Then I started putting together uh, my years in student government. We did a used book sale. That was a way that we raised money at the start of every year, and it was all done manually and on paper. Oh wow! And I said, "There's got to be a better way." So we had gotten money to get a computer, and I found a little database program that I created our used book sale database where people would bring their books. We could type them in. They could put their price on it. We would have a 20% commission calculation. And it took me like four days and nights to write that program, but it made life so, so much easier to do that, that used book sale. So what was the program written in? What kind of language? uh, It was, um, it was, it was before FileMaker uh, Pro it was like okay. the very first version of it. It was it was the first relational database program okay. uh, where you could you know you know most of the databases back then were flat file, okay. and in order to make things you know crisscross so that you know if you put in a book for somebody, um, it showed up and calculated for the right person and stuff like that, and then we could do reports. Here's the books you turned in. Here's uh-huh. what you bought. And who gets the who gets the commission and all that stuff? It was it was pretty intense. And my first my first awesome. foray, and I said I cannot be a programmer. <laughs> uh, but I just I kept tinkering around. I was good at fixing things, and so I would fix everybody's computer, and that's how I kind of got into computers. I was building used computers for the local uh, computer repair store. Okay, and. After, you know, three or four months of me bringing him, you know, a computer or two a week, he's like, when are you going to start building computers for me? And I said, when you can afford to hire me? Because at the time I knew I was, I, let's see, where was I then? I was, oh, I was at the Humane Society then. That was one of my jobs. And I said, match my salary and I'll come work for you. Took him three months, but he called me back and that's how I got started. That's really cool. So, you know, I, I, I've, I've been doing it a long time, too, and I, I've got to ask you this other question. What is your secret? Because I'm 46, and I'm doing the math as you're telling me these numbers, and I'm like, there is no way. Like, you got to be older than me, and you don't look older than me. Well, so <laughs> there is a secret, but I can't tell you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's fair. Um, I don't know, to be honest with you. I, I know that um, for a long time, so I played sports. Okay. And and not just you know, like, you know, weekend warrior on the golf course. I played pretty okay. intense uh, football, basketball. Uh, and I played basketball up until about five years. And I finally said that was enough. And uh-huh. it was with a lot of the teams that we, well, shouldn't say teams, but a lot of the guys we played with were all college athletes. So, okay. you know, from the local colleges here in Florida, Florida State, uh, Stetson, a uh, guy from Georgia. Uh, so these were pretty – now, I officially didn't play basketball in college, um, although I ran scrimmages with the college guys. Um, but when they saw me and, you know, the first thing – so when I showed up to play, uh, it was at a church rec league. The first thing they asked is, where'd you play ball? Oh, wow. And I was like, um, I didn't. 
Oh, you can't, you can't play with us. <laughs> but there was a night that I went that there was only nine guys and it was like, all right, you can be our 10th. And then from that point on, I would show up, but I had to sit in the stands and everybody that was a regular got to play. And as soon as people left, then I was allowed to play. And that's how I got in. And then I did that for, I don't know, I did that for like 15 years. Wow. Um, So, yeah, that was it. It was just being active, playing sports. Well, I played sports, but you played all the sports I didn't play. Moisturizing, keeping my face good. (laughs) (laughs) Well, as I've gotten older, I moisturize my face now every day, too. Yeah, it's a big thing now. It is. Got to stay hydrated. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm one of the elders now. Okay. Neat. Thanks for, thanks for making me feel old. I uh, no, no, you, you shouldn't. I mean, Hey, you, um, you, you're, you're doing something right. You, you don't look your age. I was like, I was saying, I was doing the math and I'm like, he's got to be a little older than me. Yeah. Cause I graduated high school in 94. Yeah. Okay. So you said, <laughs> you said, that, you said that you, um, your, your, your first position was in 97. Is that what you said? I started the business in 97. Yeah, 97. I worked yeah. at the computer store in 95. And okay. let's uh, let's go back to this. We'll, we'll do a little background for the people either watching or listening. So Scott and I were talking before the show about music. Yeah. And we were talking about the uh, the nice little R&B from the late 80s that you were that you That's were right. uh, you were listening to. And I'm like, you weren't listening to that in the eighties, were you? <laughs> well, I think I was. I, I, I've always listened to music as a kid. Uh, I was I was born in the seventies, of course. But um, you know, I guess when I really started listening to music, and music started being impactful in my life, it was in the eighties. Probably when I was about I don't know eight to ten, somewhere around there. Okay. So we'll, t- we'll talk age comparisons off the air because uh, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Because uh, let's just put it this way. I was getting in trouble to the music you were listening to. It was uh, <laughs> grown folk music, <laughs> there you as go. they say. Uh, well, whatever you're doing, you're doing it right. All right. Well, thank you much, sir. All right. So I think uh, I think we're getting close to the end of the show here. Is there anything else that we need to go over? I think I asked all my questions about the IT bog. And well, did you ask me the random question? Because I didn't have anything for you. Oh no, that's guy. that's 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 that comes now. I just want to make okay. sure we. I just want to make sure that I don't want us to go off air and they're like, "Oh man, we were supposed to talk about that." Although you didn't tell me what the random question is, I might regret uh, asking that that's because so. it's random. That's because I have to go over <laughs> here to the screen. Uh, is it something that you generate? Yeah, it's a website. Uh, the call. Oh, okay. Uh, random question generator. Okay. <laughs> so we just go there and click the question. Oh, this is perfect. This is a All perfect right. IT question. It usually isn't IT, but this one is. And All the right. question is, if you had the opportunity to look through someone's email without them knowing, would you? Um. Okay, that's too long of an answer. Probably not. <laughs> probably not because – I mean, I get paid to look at email and I look at email. I mean, my clients pay me to resolve email problems. I feel like I look at email all day long. 
if I'm not getting paid, I don't want to look at somebody else's email. <laughs> Sounds good. That's 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 the answer I was hoping you would say. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my ex. I'd look through her emails. Oh, <laughs> uh, there's there are so many times where people will say as they're getting ready to, you know, hand over a remote support session or sure. give their don't look at my stuff. I'm like, listen. <laughs> I look at computers way too much. I'm not interested in your stuff. That's right. I don't have time. I got to, you know, unless you want to pay me to look at your stuff. That's right. So, all right. Well, that was, see, wasn't so bad at all. You got a very easy random question. That, that was easy. Because <laughs> that Florida man guy, he was going to be a little uh, hard to compete with. <laughs> yep. All right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, if you have been watching or listening, you have just listened to Scott Sanders of the IT Business Owners Group. I will have links in the show note to both his Facebook page and the newly redesigned webpage, itbog.org. That's right. And you want to go there, folks, because you want to be reminded of when the cruise happens. So scheduled for September 2nd, 2022. Out of my home state of Florida, the port of Miami, party in the city where the heat is on. There you go. All right. So I should probably let you know, let's see, next week is going to be Thanksgiving week. I had not planned on a show uh, for Wednesday evening, the live show. However, it looks like I'm going to be putting on a very special Black Friday preview with my good friend Eric Pinto from Sock Solder. Hey. He's probably not going to like how I promote this, but it's probably going to be two black guys, one Black Friday special. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, we are going to talk about some of the things that we see in the home gadget realm, things that we can purchase for gifts, uh, talk about um, – I think I'm going to try to put together a survey. I didn't have time to get it done today. But I'd like to get an idea from the listeners. What what do you think you'll be giving as a Black Friday gift or what would you like to get? Because uh, most of us always want to get gadgets so or tech stuff. So uh, that'll be the show. I think it's going to be sometime on Tuesday. So if you haven't taken off already for Thanksgiving week, tune in and pay attention to that show. Probably won't be named what I just said, but <laughs> – I'll see what he says when I when I propose that to him. All right, Scott, and uh, of course, people can contact you directly through the Facebook group, right? Yeah, they can, or uh, probably the best way to reach me is just send an email to support, S-U-P-P-O-R-T, at I-T-B-O-G dot org. All right, that'll do it, folks. Thank you very much, Scott, for hanging out. Thank you, folks, for watching and or listening to the show. I see I left up the I-T-B-O-G dot org website on the screen there you can also find it in the show notes and if you are listening and you don't really know how you got the show for some reason head over to podnutspro.com you'll find everything there from the old episodes links to the videos you'll also be able to click on amazon and shop at the store that will help support the show you can click on the follow button at the top right and make this one of your favorites in any of your favorite podcatchers, Spotify, Amazon, 
Apple. I don't know. There's a whole bunch out there. So do that. And that is going to do it for this episode. I thank you once again. I know I say that all the time, but I mean it. Thanks a lot. We'll see you here real soon. And until then, holla. Thanks for having me. Oh, where's my closing clip? <laughs>